Thank you for joining me on another episode of Finding the God Spark. My name is Antonio. This episode is Addiction Part 8 Enlightenment. Can the pursuit of enlightenment lead to addiction? This is a current question in my mind while using psychedelic substances as a way to enlightenment. There is a definite danger in thinking the use of these substances are the absolute truth. Whichever substance chosen, LSD, mushrooms, San Pedro, ayahuasca, or peyote. Remember, they can bestow great life experiences and lessons, but they do not provide absolute truth. When I first used LSD back in my teens, I only saw it as a fun party drug. But, like Icarus, I flew too close to the sun, and my first meaningful experience scared me away from the substance for some time. When I picked it back up in my later years, I couldn't help but feel as though I had a lot of catching up to do. I always preferred bigger doses with a good break in between. That's what gave me the most significant experiences. Microdosing did come into play later on, though. When the kitchen I worked in became very short-handed, there were only three of us. I started microdosing almost every day. This, unfortunately, meant that the great experiences I was getting for bigger doses would be put on hold for some time. One of the problems of microdosing at work, so often, for me anyway, was thinking how pointless my job was. During my time of employment at said job, I'd gone to Peru for the first ayahuasca retreat and would later attend another retreat in the state of Colorado, where I lived. I thought all of these psychedelic experiences would put me in the work-as-play mindset. However, it came to be a point where my soul seemed to be screaming at me to get out. I would say that moment of listening to my soul, saving money, and then returning to the nomad lifestyle of living for a while, was one of the many benefits that psychedelics had given me. The use of psychedelics has cured me of alcoholism, many addictions. They have removed my temper and increased patience. In my experience, however, there are always many temptations during each journey which could ruin progress. One of the bigger ideas, and I'm sure the thought is very common among other psychodonts, is the I am it or I am God trap. I think this is the most dangerous trap. I faced this particular trap a few times during my journeys. I believed it the first time, but after unpacking that thought and seeing a lot of deception hidden in the depths, I changed my mind. It was as if I could feel the forked tongue from the snake on my cheek as it whispered the lie into my ear. I prefer at this time to remain with the idea that I'm not God, but Godly. Some other ideas have popped up along the way. 
Having more spiritual mindset and playing the handpan is usually tied to dreadlocks, hemp clothing, vegan diet, crystals. That would take up all the space on my coffee table. Friends I haven't seen in a while are surprised I still rock the cowboy hat and boots and still hit the country two-step dance nights and still eat meat. One thing I did fall for, however, was psychedelic art. At this time, I have two tapestries, one blanket, one comforter, one water bottle, and one coffee mug. Oh, and a couple stickers, too. Is it divine art, or is it a beautiful mask for darkness? Seems we have another image issue. I want people to see me as a psychedelic traveler. I want to think gazing into these art pieces while tripping will unlock some hidden chamber in the mind. Maybe giving these items a divine power, something to be worshipped, and giving them an idol status. That gives me the thought of burning one or maybe both tapestries as a sacrifice around the time that I publish this episode. Two less things to travel with. The beginning stages of the psychedelic world can be very seductive. So much new information, you feel those tiny stamps get you mailed directly to God's feet. How can this be wrong? Psychedelics offer so many benefits, curing addiction issues, improving your inner peace, making you really good at music or any other creative arts. Do they enhance your life, or do you feel you need them to make your life tolerable? I suppose one way of justification would be the Bible story where Jesus goes to hell, conquering it, and then ascending to heaven. And psychedelics do offer a great way to deal with hell and then feel like you're ascending to heaven. So, in a way, what the devil puts in your path to destroy you, God uses for good or his divine purpose. That would certainly explain a lot in my own journey. I've sacrificed worldly possessions, given up addictions, and increase my patience with life events and people. Also, I feel my current calmness with the state of the world right now is thanks to psychedelic use. I feel as though I'm seeing the world through God's eyes. Because the psychedelic substances work so well for me so quickly, I fell into the mindset that everyone should use them. Over time, I have realized it's definitely not a one-size-fits-all. These substances have been great for me personally, but I took them with the intent of bettering myself and committing to the difficulties of the treacherous path to enlightenment. I will say it is strange to keep it music or writing for this podcast while things are so nutty in the world around me. I always have the thought of letting the light shine, especially while it's darkest. This brings another question to mind. If faced with the options of violence or peace and love against what seems to be an ever-encroaching tyranny, which do you choose? Which path is the best for a spiritual war such as what we are experiencing right now? 
Personally, I feel taking a complete pacifism attitude towards everything is incorrect. There needs to be lines in the sand for everyone, especially in the face of evil. This is difficult. We can't stop the circle of violence and evil with more violence and evil. Fighting fire with fire is unproductive. The more I live during this clown show, the more pathetic these evil, power-hungry narcissists become in my eyes. It also becomes incomprehensible to me that so many others are blind to the obvious evil around them. I would like to think I'm mending a cycle of aggressiveness and violence as the answer type of mindset I've had for so long. I think playing the handpan and continuing to write these episodes is certainly a way of doing that. As most of the world is going through a collective dark night of the soul, I give credit to God working through these substances and helping me be much more emboldened and brave in the face of this evil. The Great Awakening is not easy, but necessary in getting rid of these old broken systems. Enlightenment can certainly be an addiction, but maybe the best thing to be addicted to. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Antonio signing off for now.